What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back. I, you know what I need before I do a podcast? I mean, you might need it too. I need lip balm. Oh my gosh. I was like getting my mic out. I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready yet. What is it that I need? One more thing. So I love the Burt's Bees wax. It just has this tingle to it. So here I am, Burt's Bees waxed up and ready to talk to you. So today's episode is called Watch Me Learn From Me. And One of the, like when I think about how I help somebody create a consistent business, when I think about how I help someone navigate their mind, it can be broken into three simple steps. Step one, set a goal. And inside of set a goal, you're going to make a plan, but really, right? You're just deciding where you're focusing, where you're going. Step two is to reprogram your mind. And in last week's episode about how I always hit my goals, I touched on quite a few pieces from how to reprogram your mind, what that means, what's involved. In fact, this entire podcast, we could say, is filled with ways to reprogram your mind. And then step three is to learn from yourself. And so when I think about watching this, this isn't something that I see coaches giving or doing. So often, right, we're taught to to learn from ourselves, but we aren't given the example of someone else's mind. We aren't shown what it looks like. So that's what I want to show you today. And when I say learn from myself, I want you to think about there's two directions you could learn. So if you're like me, you probably just love to learn. I mean, I remember wanting to go in to get a master's degree just because I loved, it was going to be in um, counseling. And it was just because I love studying that stuff. I love studying human behavior. I love reading the books. I love the idea of helping somebody. But what pushed me over the edge was, well, a few things, but (laughs) thank goodness. Um, I didn't want to listen to people's problems and feel like I didn't have any way to really help them other than listening. And with coaching, I definitely don't feel like that's what I do. But when I think about learning... We can learn from other people. And I I think there's so much room for that. Keep learning from other people. But there's this thing that nobody ever teaches us, which is how to learn from ourselves. Now we do it innately, right? Like if you were um, making a pie and you made it on the first round and it was kind of, actually, you know what? Cookies. Oh my gosh. I know the perfect, it, it lays out so much better with cookies. So when you're making cookies, sometimes they're a little bit crunchy, right? You left them in just a little too long and you're like, oh no. But what's great about cookies is you just get batch after batch. Whereas with my pie analogy, I probably wouldn't make another pie for a while. So with your cookies, right? You put in the first batch, you're like, oh, cooked them too long. So then you adjust, you take the time down and then the next batch, you 
maybe they are in long enough, right? And then you adjust again, you learn from you. And then if you're in a place where you're actually making so many cookies, you might start playing with things like the amount of baking soda or what an egg does, right? To, to see well, what's the difference between a really flat cookie and a really fluffy big cookie that didn't flatten out. And so you would be learning from you. And that's the thing that I think we have to be reminded to do in our business as well. Because we, right, you in your business hold the best information for yourself about what to do next. But so often the inclination of the brain is to go and look at what somebody else is saying, to go and get somebody else's opinion, to go listen to or buy tons and tons of content and just be consumed in it. Because it feels, I mean, it feels less scary to consume somebody else's stuff. It is scarier to look at yourself and tweak you. So this is actually exactly what I did. And I'm just going to tell you all my drama, just like I always do, because I want to be the person who isn't on some pedestal of like, oh, their mind is so brilliant and they must be perfect and never have any other emotions other than calm and certain and I don't know what, right? And it's like, no, I have them all. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you make in your business. It doesn't matter how, like, right? When I think about myself in mindset, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a badass. I am so good at navigating my mind. But what I am not is perfect. And I don't accept, I don't expect it from myself. Because that's actually part of the learning process too is it's accepting yourself as human and letting that be okay. And so when I think of the growth of mindset and the growth of your business, really when I teach someone how to use their mind to make money and grow their business, I'm teaching them a, um, like a cyclical process, right? It's like you're going to learn one way of using your mind and then you're going to have to keep using it over and over and over and over again. That's why it's like you don't get to slack on what the process is because it doesn't matter if you get through this next obstacle, you have to use the exact same tools and process to do it again. I think of this like a a parking garage. You start out on the bottom and you're like, you know, you drive around in a circle. And I want you to think about that first layer of the parking garage is say, and I'm just making this up, right? It's that first $25,000. And so you have to use your tools in your mind to get through and like wrap around it. And then you go up to the next layer and ta-da, you still have a mind. You still have a mind that has to solve obstacles and problems. You still have a mind full of emotions and triggers and judgments and assumptions and all of that. And you go through it all over again. (laughs) And it just, that's the way it goes. Whether you choose to move slowly through the parking garage, whether you choose to move backwards, or whether you choose to just keep moving up and up and up, right? Up leveling, no matter what, you're gonna have the same experience. So let's, like my thinking is, I'm just gonna be a master at the tools to create the experience and the results that I want. So I'm gonna give you some some insight into my own brain. So yesterday, I, so, so basically here's how my weeks look. I went through the stage in my business where I coached 20 clients a week and I decided after that stage that I didn't want to keep coaching 20 hours a week forever. 
And so then I launched a group program. And so now I'm actually phasing out the one-on-one coaching and I'm just going to do the one-on or the group. Um, I'm still going to have a few this year, but I'm in this stage where having fewer one-on-one clients feels like a really cool thing, right? 20 felt so cool. And now I feel cool. (laughs) Like, whew, this is way different than 20. And the The effect of that, though, is that because I'm not coaching 20 hours a week, five days a week, right? It's like I'm not I'm not spending as much time coaching. That means I have more open space. I have more time that I'm not honoring my word to be somewhere with someone. And so now I'm in a place where it's my commitment to honor my word to be where I told myself to be with no other people involved. I have to learn to build that muscle. And so Thursdays and Fridays and maybe Wednesdays, I forget, but um, I basically just coach fewer people, which means I have more space to accomplish things, but also to not accomplish things. And so yesterday in particular, I did the coaching that was on my calendar, right? I did the things I'm supposed to do with other people. And then when it came time to do the things that I said I was going to do for me, I didn't do them. And it wasn't just that though, like I felt like I was in this space all day where I was unfocused, I was on social media, I was like bouncing around, like I do this thing where I swirl between them, where I like check my email, check Instagram, check Facebook, and I just like loop. And I felt myself in that loop, right? I wasn't following my plan, I was unfocused, Um, I I was on the computer looking for vacation houses, um, and I was in this loop of not doing what I said I was going to do. Now, I'm not saying you guys need to plan, but I've decided that I'm going to plan because what I like about planning is that it is an indication to me, right? The action I either do or don't do tells me where my mind is at. And had I stopped myself midday and been like, what am I feeling right now? What's happening? Let's look at my mind, what's happening right now. I would have been able to stop myself, but I didn't, right? Everything that I'm telling you right now was me just in it all day long, not catching myself, not sitting down like I would tell myself to do, like I would tell my clients to do, getting a piece of paper, writing down, how am I feeling? What's happening here? Why am I not doing the thing I said I was going to do? Why am I doing these other things, right? Your action always tells you what's happening in your mind. But I didn't have that... I don't know. I had a level of awareness of it, but I just, I didn't do it. And so I went through the day feeling edgy, feeling anxious, feeling distracted. And then this is where the like next layer of fun happens. Fun is very sarcastic in this instance. And that's when I started feeling annoyed with myself, right? That like, get it together. What are you even doing right now? Like you've got work to do. You are running a business. And then that frustration, right? That frustration with myself. What am I doing? Why am I not snapping out of this? Why am I not doing the things I could do? And yet, I mean, we'll get to that next, but, and then the judgmental, like I should be doing more next Monday, next Tuesday, everything's going to feel like such a rush. Elizabeth, you're doing this to yourself. Why are you doing this? So notice I was like stacking it. I was stacking on the edgy, the anxious, the distracted 
And then I was annoyed and judgmental and frustrated with myself for those things. But what I never did was stop and look at it. I never stopped. I never got out the piece of paper right now. Some of you might be like, oh, I'll just do it in my mind. No, don't do it in your mind. That's crazy talk. Your mind is in there with you. (laughs) It's influencing you. Don't do it. You write it on paper, right? And I didn't stop and look at my emotions. I didn't stop and ask myself, why aren't I focusing? Why aren't I doing the thing I said I would do? Why am I doing this other thing? Because when you write that on paper, do you know what your brain does when you ask it that question? It answers. It answers. It tells you the exact thoughts that are stopping you. I wasn't doing the things in my business because something was happening in my mind, something that I just wasn't aware of. And so as soon as you become aware of it, that's when you can make the change. So when we think about learning from ourselves, right, this is what I did. Here's what the process looked like. So I think step one, this is really valuable because it's important for you to know that the experience in my brain is the same as the experience you have in your brain. I just have a process for working through it. I have a certainty in where I look and how I solve every problem. I cut out all the wasted time because I always solve for my mind. I solve for my mind first. Not to say if I need to feed my family dinner, I'm going to be like, "Mm, how's this a thought problem? No, if I'm going to feed my family dinner, I've decided that's the action I'm going to take. And so then if I don't want to feed my family dinner... The reason I don't want to feed my family dinner is the thought problem. The reason it feels hard is the thought problem. So what I did this morning was I sat down to learn from myself. I knew that what happened yesterday, because I guess if I give you the, the big overview of it, based on, those were all the details, but if I give you the overview, here's what happened. I followed my calendar to a degree. I didn't follow my calendar in other ways. I was very distracted. I was jumping around doing a lot of things. I felt anxious and angsty in my body the whole day. And then I usually end on Thursdays at three o'clock because my husband, he does some stuff. And so um, I prepare for that. So I go be with the kids. And I ended up stopping working around 2.30. And so not only did I end a little bit early, but I also didn't do the things that I needed to do. So then what I did is I took that anxiousness with me into into my evening time with my kids, with my family, and just let that feeling still be there because I wasn't aware of it. So the next day today, that was the first thing I did. I sat down to learn from me. I wrote it out. I got the paper and I was like, okay, what happened yesterday? because I don't want that to happen again. And the way that I stop myself from being afraid that I'll fall into these places where I'm not productive, being afraid that I won't honor my schedule, being afraid that, right? Being, not even being afraid, but like judging myself too. So it can go one of two directions, right? Feeling nervous that it will happen to you or judging yourself that it even happened. Judging yourself that that's just who you must be and that's what happened. And I don't want either of that. You know what I want? I want complete personal control over who I am and what I do. And so I go and get it for myself by learning from me, by understanding how I'm creating everything and knowing exactly where to look. So here's what this looked like. I got out a piece of paper and here's what I wrote down. I wrote, how would I describe what happened yesterday? 
right? It's just very vague. How, what, what happened? I was trying to take any judgment out of the question and then I just let my brain say it. And then I just explained it however, however my brain wanted to. And what it wrote down was I was unfocused. I was on social media a lot. I wasn't following my plan, right? I just let it answer. Then I asked myself, how was I feeling? And then I let myself answer and I wrote it down. And then I wrote down, well, what are the thoughts I was thinking? And then after I had looked at all of those things, what I did is I just went through and I practiced acceptance of it all, right? I practiced acceptance of, you know what, if I were going to do it again, I would have stopped midway and I would have just written down my thoughts, written down my feelings, whichever one I was aware of. And I would have just caught myself in real time, just writing it on paper and exploring that with myself, right? That's what I would do if I had to do it again. But it was just that acceptance of like, this is what I did. This is how it played out. Today gets to be new. I wrote out things like when I'm not following my plan, it's that that's my trigger, right? So I even talked to myself about what was happening. Like the way that I can catch this next time is I'm going to, I'm going to notice when I'm not following my plan. I'm going to notice that I'm actually not doing anything, which isn't typical of me. I'm going to notice those things. And those things are the trigger to alert me that something else is happening. So I just kind of talked to myself about those things. I wrote that down. The other thing I wrote down was that emotions are the, like they always reveal the mind. They're the thing that gives me the shortcut. And again, right, I'm telling you this and maybe you don't know this, but I was telling myself it as a way to even remind myself it's almost like that whisper to yesterday, Elizabeth, but future Elizabeth too. Like, hey, don't forget when you feel emotions and they aren't helping you create the results you want or show up to even do the thing you want to do, your emotions are the answer. So I was just writing that down, reminding myself, don't miss the power of telling yourself things you already know. Your brain needs the reminder. I always think of it as like, I'm teaching my brain. I'm teaching it. I'm teaching it what I want it to know. I'm teaching it what I want it to put on in the, the unconscious subconscious level. I'm just, I'm just teaching it in all the areas. I, I even wrote down like stopping everything is the most productive thing that I can do for my day. Now I want you to notice I wasn't thinking that yesterday. I wasn't thinking that. So me thinking that as I learned from myself and writing that down and reminding myself, the most productive thing I can do is to stop what everything I'm doing and write down my mind, see what my emotions are telling me and let that clear it all up so that I can actually get to work and create and be productive. And then the other thing I wrote down was if I had to do it again, right? If I'm learning from myself, there's something that I forgot, right? And it would be that question, what am I forgetting to remember? And in the day that I felt like that, right? Where I was unfocused and not doing the things I wanted to do, I was forgetting to remember something. And that's actually one of my favorite questions. What am I forgetting to remember? Because when you ask your brain that question, it will tell you things. It's so fun. <laughs> You can ask it in any area of your life. Ask it about your partner. What am I forgetting to remember? What am I forgetting to believe? Ask it about your children. Ask it about your business. Ask it about what's possible. Ask it about, right? Just ask it in all the areas and play with your brain giving you the answer. 
Because when I asked myself that question again, right, this was coming from the next day. This was me just learning from myself. The thing that I was forgetting to remember was I have a plan. And when I follow that plan, I get so much more done. I wasn't remembering that. I wasn't remembering that I had a plan. My brain was so hyper-focused in on nothingness, unfocusedness, distraction, that I didn't ever zoom back out to see the bigger picture of why me showing up in that day mattered. Why it mattered for me to do the thing I said I was going to do. Why that impacts next week and the week after and the week after and the bigger thing that I'm creating. I forgot that. I forgot to remember. I forgot to remember that it's all stacking on self and top of itself, right? When we think about zooming out, it's like every day, everything that I show up and say I was going to do is stacked on something else. And so if I just stay in one level of the stack longer, I'm just stopping my own self from stacking the other stuff. I don't get to move on until I finish the things I'm doing. Right? So just remembering like this is all stacking up. I was forgetting to remember that I'm preparing for my launch in September. I'm preparing for that now. Everything I do is in preparation for that. I'm also preparing to be on vacation, to, to be with my family and to not be recording podcasts, <laughs> to not be writing emails, to, to just be coaching and being creative and being with my family and doing nothing. I'm preparing for that, but I have to prepare every day. Otherwise, I'm just cramming it all in one day I don't want to do that to my future self. And the other thing I was forgetting to remember was that it isn't, it, it isn't for today. And I know all of this kind of stuff is, it sounds in the very same area, but notice this was what my brain needed to remember. Your brain might need to remember something else, but my brain needed to know that that moment, that day, that it wasn't about that. And so there was just a series of, of thoughts all in that area. So when you stop and learn from yourself, you are going to do a few things. One of the things you're going to do is that you're going to identify and you're going to see your mind in a way that you wouldn't see if you didn't slow down. You're going to get to see the emotions. You're going to get to see the thoughts. You're going to get to see the things you were forgetting to believe. You're going to get to see your patterns, Because one of my patterns is, is that I cram everything together at the last minute and I get this hit of accomplishment because I just was so productive. I don't want that pattern. I don't want to be the person that I was in college where I'm like, yeah, but I didn't study and I still got good grades. I don't want to be that person in business. I want to be the person who planned it all out and gave herself the space, the luxurious space to think and create and, and, and be sparked by ideas in ways that I would never have if I were avoiding it and cramming it all in the last minute. So when you stop and learn from yourself, you get to see the parts of your patterns. You get to see the things that happened in real time yesterday, five minutes ago, that last week, this month. When you stop to learn from yourself, you see the stuff in real time that's helping you and maybe not helping you. And you get to tweak it. Because today I actually ran into this exact same thing where I was like, well, I feel like same kind of stuff. A little angsty, a little anxious, a little like, nah, I don't want to do it. It's warm out. My kids are outside playing. Like, I want to go do something else. I was like, no, 
right? Because I had learned from myself, I had thoughts, I had rememberings of things that I wouldn't have had before if I wouldn't have stopped, right? So when you stop and learn from yourself, you're learning from your mind, you're getting, you're getting immediate feedback on exactly what to tweak and change. And the other thing is, is that you're teaching yourself how to keep moving forward. You're teaching yourself that when you have a day like that, you don't go, you don't need to go out and buy and study productivity work. All you need to do is learn from your own self and then show up to the next day using it. And inside of all of this, always, right? I'm practicing accepting me. I'm practicing accepting my mind, just letting it be the way it bees. I don't think that makes any sense, but right. Letting it be the way it is and not judging myself. That's huge for me. You don't even realize how much time you judge yourself until you start noticing that you're judging yourself. And then you're like, wow, this is a pretty common occurrence. And so as you listen to this today, I hope that it has encouraged you to, to want to explore what it would look like to learn from yourself because you don't need to be learning from other people all the time. There needs to be a pretty big chunk of that time that you look at who you've been, what you're doing, what you're not doing, and you dig into your mind to see exactly what needs tweaked. Okay, I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.